0: The vibes. Welcome back to another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast presented by NBA 2K23. And I'm trying to bring the energy today. BJ's energy has been low because we're going through all the teams and we've got to kind of some of the the as he likes to say, rebuilding teams, retooling, restructuring. Retooling. Just retooling. It's okay though. They're tanking. It's okay, we need to go but to the We're at the lower half of the league now. So we're gonna talk about two teams that finished dead last last season okay All houston right. in the west orlando in the east wow which one you want to talk about first b your let's talk team. about
1: the seven footers let's go to the seven footers the land Over. of the giants your former the Orlando team. magic the orlando bowl bowl down there in orlando
0: let's have a look at who they lost Ignace Brazitskis is a free agent, and Robin Lopez went to the Cavs. But they added the number one pick of the draft in Paolo Banchero. They also added a few other players that you're not really going to hear a lot about, but they did re-sign Mo Bamba, Bo Bowl, Gary Harris, Admiral Schofield even got a qualifying offer extended, and Devin Kennedy. But BJ wants to talk about the bigs. Because with the Magic in their roster now, it's kind of similar to what we talked about with Cleveland. A bunch of guards and a bunch of bigs. The in-between position, they got France. But other than that, gets a little, eh. Jonathan Isaac feels like he's been injured for about four years. But looking at it now, in terms of guards... Is he coming guards, back this year? I should hope so. I haven't seen him playing forever. They got Fultz. They got Suggs. They got Cole Anthony. They got Gary Harris, who's injured they got RJ Hampton. They've got Terence Ross. Stacked with guards. Bigs. They've got Wendell Carr Jr. They've got Mo Bamba. They've got Mo Wagner. If they want, they can have Mo mootsie Seeing as they're collecting all the most of the NBA. They've also got Paolo mm-hmm. Banquero. Jonathan Isaac might be back. Chuma Okiki. And then Franz Wagner as well, to round out the roster. BJ, what's your ex- expectation for this team? Because Markel Fultz came out. And I don't know if it was a real quote or if someone had made it up, but he said he thinks they can finish fourth. Did you see it? Did you see it? I don't trust Mostly. anything on the internet nowadays.
1: Well, let me say that that's what he's supposed to say. So, shout out to Markel Fulton. Hope he gets back on the court. I mean, I, I think well, he, he broke his toe or something. Yeah, or I think he he's something. out
0: for the season
1: again. For the season.
0: I don't know. Let me let me no. check
1: it. Let me check no, it. No,
0: please don't say that. No, we can't put Well, that he, out he's anymore. he's out indefinitely, but he won't need surgery. So I don't know if it's going to be the whole season, but they haven't announced when he's going to be back. So it just okay. says he's out
1: indefinitely. I mean, he this kid well, can't catch a break. No, he's he's. It's it's been tough. It's been a, it's been a tough go for him, but. When healthy, I was just listening to the names you were saying: Suggs and Foltz and Cole Anthony and Look. My pick Gary for the breakout
0: player: Franz Wagner. I,
1: I I can't argue that if he has a breakout. Bobo, I know he's chomping at the bit. Oh yeah, I didn't even mention Carter. that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you, I mean, I, I I like the talent. They have young talent, however you know you win in this league with experience so while they have a lot of young talented players on paper you like the word and it's a it's a it's a word i don't like to associate myself with potential you like the potential of this team they could some some maybe one maybe two maybe more evolves into the player that we think they could become certainly it's not a shortage of talent if that happens, Mo, I like their team. I think this could be a playoff team. I mean, they certainly have length. They have side, they have athleticism. They should have, I should, they should have better than average guard play. And I, I like it now, but one of those players or a, a couple of those players are going to have to really separate themselves into a leadership position. All of them are young, which is good. That's positive. However, you know, there has to be a hierarchy there. The, and, 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 but uh, you got to like what you see on paper. The elder statesman of the roster, Terrence Ross, who's
0: 31 on an expiring $11 million contract. So I think he could be traded mm-hmm. just for the deadline. And Gary Harris, who they re signed for $13 million and $13 million. He's 28 years old. Gary Harris played alongside and is very close with the reigning two time MVP in Nikola Jokic. So playing alongside Jokic, he could help guide some of the, big men on that roster and give them a few pointers. This is what the big fella in Denver does. Why don't you try this? So I think that's why they kept him around because most people expected
1: Gary to leave and go no, and play. I him. don't think no yeah, one is yeah, as yeah. charming as as, as Jokic. Jokic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mo, if you I bet right now, yo, I'm saying this right now. If there was a, a, a race between you and Jokic, I'm putting my money on Mo.
0: I, okay. I mean, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the only race <laughs> that I can see him winning is a horse racing race because he's obsessed uh, with his horses. Well, i seen you, a video uh, of him a, the other day. On, on, <laughs> i seen uh, a video of him the doing? other day. He's at practice, lacing up his shoes, watching horse racing videos while
1: he's getting ready. He loves it. I don't know what it is I, for them I, horses. I, I, yeah, you know what? He, he's got a connection, but I'm going to tell you what. Whatever it is, more people should do it because he is one terrific basketball player. Unbelievable. But back to the magic.
0: Out of all the players, you're saying they've got young players, one of them needs to step up. Who do you think that will be?
1: Well, I think Paulo will probably be the player that they need to step up most. And in, here's in, why.
0: in a leadership role or on the court production wise or both?
1: Well, it's very rare that you. Because he's you a know, 19 you,
0: year old rookie. I don't think he's going to be doing much leadership. Yeah.
1: Well, well, your play is going to be, do the talking. Okay, they need talking about what you need to do is one thing. Actually, doing it is another. And they need someone to separate themselves in a leadership on the floor in the game. And then you can get to all the other things of your leadership style. Da 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 da. Right now, they need one of these young players to really step up on the floor. And really separate themselves from the rest of the pack. And that's, that, that's what they need. And I think Paulo right now is poised to do that. Why do I say that? Because physically, you know, he's a big kid, even though he's what 19. Is that what you say? He's yeah, 19? he's 19, but he's a, he's a big kid. And, you know, Mo Bamba and Bobo and Wendell, and Wendell and those guys, but they need that player that can potentially be a star. Mm. Well, he's the number one pick in a draft. So if anyone can do the number it. One pick. And I think right now they need to know, they need to find out sooner rather than later because they have a lot of nice talent. Now, you know, Suggs and these guys, I'm really looking for one of them to really step up to Yeah. Now, you know, we, when Fultz plays, you know, he, he shows you some things, Cole Anthony, but well, Fultz, I think this kid's the number one pick, you know? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So They've acquired some nice, young, talented pieces.
0: What do you think about Suggs? Because oh. he was a little bit disappointing coming off
1: what a lot of people. I really like, about. I like this kid sucks I like this kid. I like this. I like this makeup. And here's why I say that. Very rarely, Mo, do you find a player who plays football. Okay. American football. Mm-hmm. Because that's a very, t- it requires you to be, you know, have a level of toughness to you, you know, mm-hmm. like Allen Iverson. Those guys very rarely do you see a guy who plays American football and then ends up playing basketball where he doesn't excel. Okay. This kid sucks. is tough. He was a four star five star recruit, you know, a very a top recruit as a quarterback in football. And this kid is fearless. If he can stay healthy, Mo, I like him as a lead guard in this league. I mean, he's a, he's a, he's one of those guys that has leadership qualities. You saw that you know, in college? A quarterback. Yeah. He, you know, he's he's one of those guys. So, you know, he got hurt last year. Yeah, he played uh, I really play, like him. I, I like him though, Mo. I really like him. He
0: played he played so around 50 games, I think, last year, put up like what, 11, 12 points. Um I mean, his his shooting percentages weren't great. His shooting right. percentages were, were very unimpressive, especially his three point shooting, oh, which he wasn't yeah, known as a, like a great great three point shooter. But uh, as we often judge very, very a little bit too early in their career, you know what I mean? So well, that's
1: where we're at now. We we want things to happen now because these guys we, are young. Ooh. He's twenty years old. Like yeah, he's he's a baby. He yeah, is you a know. baby. But trust me on this one, though, no, Mo. I, yeah, he is a player. He's terrific little athlete, strong, fearless. Leadership, and I think he has a chance to be a really, really good player—a really good, like a like a really good player. You know, he in some ways he reminds me of a more athletic version. In talking to his Brogdon, the kid that just at over at uh over at uh Boston, Boston, now. yeah, okay, he's 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 a he's a, he's a terrific terrific kid. I really like him, and hopefully, he's healthy because he's. Fearless. I mean, he's he's a little reckless too. You know what I mean? Like he he'll just run his body in the, you know, he'll throw his body around a little bit. And he's you need a that guy. He you a need
0: bit. that toughness though. You oh, need you that need that. But you, you know what?
1: When you're little, when you're little, six three, six, four, it's not always a good idea. <laughs> so,
0: so the guy I like on his roster, Franz Wagner, we spoke about him before. Um, back when someone asked us when we were answering questions who we think our breakout player is going to be. He played a very impressive tournament at the Eurobasket. He yes, plays, he he's, he's great at doing a little bit of everything. You know, hes I don't know if he'll be a superstar, but he's very impressive at doing a little bit of everything. So I'm excited to see how his game develops and and really is like a steadying force for the team when they're out there on the court. But let's talk about the Houston Rockets over in the Western Conference. H-Town, H-Town. H-Town, what up? They did lose Christian Wood in that trade to the Mavericks. Dennis Schroeder's gone to the Lakers. John Wall's gone to the Clippers. David was traded to the Thunder. And uh, Anthony Lamb, I believe, just signed with the Golden State Warriors. And Trevlin Queen is now with the Sixers. They added Tari Eason, number 17 pick in the draft. Derek Favors came over in a trade from the Thunder. Maurice Harkless came over in that trade as well. Uh, but I don't know if he's staying on the roster, if he's going elsewhere. Teo Maladon uh, came over in that trade. Boban Marjanovic came back in return for Christian Wood. Jabari Smith, the second, was the number three pick in this year's draft. And Tysa Washington Jr. was the 29th pick in the draft. So the headline there is the number three pick in the draft, Jabari Smith, who most people had going number one before the draft took place. So a lot of teams and a lot of people were surprised Jabari not going to Orlando, which is why it's interesting. We're talking about him now. But he is out of the top three, Chet, Paolo, and Jabari. They said he was the most NBA-ready. He's the best defensively, apparently, and he can shoot the three-ball like there's no tomorrow. What are you expecting to see? Who's this, this
1: Jabari? Jabari Smith Jr. Well, you you like his package, first of all. He's got great size. And... You you know, he's got size.
0: He I don't know if Indian you understand me.
1: Oh, I understand, but more you know, I don't know if that's just the English know, thing. I don't know if
0: it's only in England yeah. people say that.
1: <laughs> yeah. He he you know, he's got size, he's got length. Um he can play away from the basket. So I I, I like what he brings to the table. However, mm. however, mm-hmm. You know, it's going to take more than that to make it, to really make an impact on winning and turning around all of the things they need, they need there in Houston. And I think in a couple of years, this kid can really be a really, really good player because he looks like he's going to be able to score 20 points a night in this league. He looks like one of those guys in the end, he may have 25,000 points by the end of his career. He looks like one of those type of guys. Okay, that's a big expectation. Yeah, he, 20, something thousand points. That's a uh, well. I mean, Mo, he's what? He's nineteen years old. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean, th- th- that's not as twenty thousand points today isn't the same as it. It doesn't. It doesn't say the same thing because of the length and th- what these guys are playing. I mean, they're playing for so long now, hmm. and um, but I think this kid will will score a lot of points. Okay, and, you know, he's he's that good size. Now, what does that mean as far as winning leadership? Will he evolve to a top whatever player? Hey, only time will tell that. But you certainly, he has all of the, the things that's necessary. Yeah, he's to be a potential. really, really good player on both sides of the ball. And he gives you defensive effort. And he's, he's a, you know, it, but it may take a year or two before it become realized. But right now he has a lot of potential. So,
0: for the Houston Rockets, though, they've got a lot of players with a lot of potential. Their backcourt of Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green, who apparently has packed on the muscle this offseason, is a very exciting, very quick, high flying backcourt. What do you make of the fit of those two guys together and how they can progress alongside one another?
1: Very talented, but you need, at that position, you need leadership. And. The, the, the NBA is packed with talent. I mean, there's talent everywhere. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Like if Jalen Green was in college, he's he's head and shoulders, the best maybe athlete in the in, in college basketball. Or if he played in Europe. But in the NBA, there's a ton of those guys running around, jumping, and doing those things. Now, what is he gonna do to take the next step to be able to carry? and be that guy on a franchise that desperately right now needs not only talent, but they need someone to separate themselves and become the leader of the team. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those guys are athletic. Yes. Those guys are talented. I see it every night. When you watch those guys play, they'll do a couple of things or they'll have a quarter and you'll go, wow. But can they put it together and be consistent, but more importantly, how does this translate to winning? because yep. right now we're just at, at some point we're all going to get tired of saying potential. Now, it was fun because last year they were first year players, but now we want to see some progress. Well, I mean, KPJ's been here for a minute. He's had a few issues, you know,
0: with Cleveland and then he came over in that trade. But then last season he had that 50 point performance against the Bucks being guarded by Drew Holiday, who a lot of people think is the best perimeter defender in the NBA. So he's got the potential to go out there and fill up the stat sheet and score like there's no tomorrow. I'm interested to see how both of those buy in on the defensive side of the ball. You know, out of, out of three, they've got Eric Gordon, who I anticipate would be traded. You know, I'm surprised the Phoenix Suns haven't made a move for him yet. And then at the center position, they've got the player that I personally am most excited about. Prince Schengen, the big fella from Turkey. Why, why, are, you, why are you laughing, B? <laughs>
1: Uh just makes me smile <laughs> it just makes me smile Why? because I imagine if Moe played in the NBA that's how he would play that's exactly how
0: he would play <laughs> <laughs> that's precisely, if Mo's in the
1: NBA is exactly it's, that's
0: precisely how I would play but it's, it's good they got a big fella who can pass the ball great passing vision but also can score with his back to the basket. Defense needs some work, but when you look at him coming in his rookie season, his positioning was good. It's just he's got to stay out of foul trouble and stay disciplined. So, you know, they've got other guys on the roster who've got potential as well. They've got Kenya Martin Jr. got Josh Christopher. Um, right. And then, and then just Sean Tate as well, who's got an injury right now, I think. But I'm excited about the Houston Rockets. I think they're going to be a really yeah. fun team. I don't think they're going to win a lot of games, but I think they're going to be really fun to watch play. But my question to you, BJ, is, first of all, who's going to win more games this season, Orlando or Houston?
1: On paper, I would say the Orlando Magic. Mm -hmm. I would say the Orlando Magic. Now,
0: if you had to decide which one of these two teams would win a championship first, it might be in 10 years, 20 years, 100 million years, whatever. Which one of these teams? Orlando Orlando. is closer to the championship which one of these teams will make the playoffs first? Also Orlando?
1: Probably Orlando. As is right now. Mm-hmm. As is. But again, the, the key for us to answer that question, which those players will answer, is which one of them are going to take that word potential off their name first? Yeah. Is it Jalen Green? Is it is it Apollo? Is it Bobo? Bo? Who's going to take? Potential author name, and once that happens, now we're in business because all you need is one. Mm-hmm. But as far as depth, as far as talent, you gotta like the the talent on paper with the Orlando Magic. I mean, that's a really nice sized team. Mm-hmm. But you know what, Jalen Green or one of those guys, you know Jabari Smith those guys are those guys are talented they're all talented players but if one of them suddenly begins to get it figured out and be have consistency to their game whether it's year one year two year three you know those franchises will benefit greatly from that progress head up that's another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast. We apologize for the shorter episode today
0: because we are both currently traveling. So this episode was pre-recorded on a day in which we had to record five episodes. But don't worry, next week we're going to be back to normal. But until then, we've got more shows coming your way. So stay tuned, subscribe, review, leave a comment, leave a like, all of that good stuff. And much like the future of the Orlando Magical or the Houston Rockets, make sure you get buckets.